Eric, you want to hit us with the pre-show question? Uh, yeah. Hey, tell that bird to quiet down. <laughs> Thank you. Man, that bird's lost, motherfucker. I'm trying to partake in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Making all that ruckus out here. Just <laughs> 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 I hate you sometimes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be trying my best not to laugh sometimes. This shit just. Did you finish or is you done? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Are you back? Yeah, we back. Uh, which singer's uh, biopic would you most want to see? So, which R&B, soul, funk, whatever. Just a singer, motherfucker. Which one would you want to see the biopic for? David Russell Count. Here, Temptation movie don't exist to you? Huh? <clears throat> he said David Ruffin. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was. And it, obviously, it got to be a movie that hasn't been done before. It hasn't been done well. Like, <laughs> well like that Michael Jackson movie with uh, Flex, like that don't count. Yeah, that don't count. That don't count. We need a Michael Jackson. We need a Prince. Yeah. But can, but can anybody do justice to either one of them people? Like. No, I, mean, I can't see nobody that could really. I mean, first one would probably be wild if they can get all the information. There's lookalikes. There's there's good actors. I mean, I don't. I, <laughs> but it's the information. Because I mean, I mean, the thing what it is like. Would you rather the actor look a lot like them, but like be lacking in acting ability, or would you rather have a better actor that kind of look like the person they portraying? I feel like that's the issue. Like people be like, oh, such and such would be a cold whoever, and they just looking at. How they look, like how they look, and it's like, can they yeah. capture the essence though? Like, and then they yeah. show up on Lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm still like, pissed that Flex for real was Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit's horrible, bro. Like who fucking idea was that, bro? He literally like, made his, his face Washington. That was horrible. <laughs> casting, the movie was terrible. That Flat was like, horrible. How you got a lanky Michael Jackson? Who <laughs> 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 couldn't dance that well? <laughs> You dog, gotta at least was, be able to dance. That shit was horrible, dog. It was an all-around trash pick. I also Absolutely. need a. I need a Marvin Gaye. Uh, I need a Marvin Gaye one. I need a real Marvin Gaye movie. I said Rick James though. Rick James, yeah. I want to see Rick James one too. I would love to see a Rick James one. Rick James would be filthy. Like they had to air that on Pornhub because they're supposed to be disgusting, bro. That was a yeah. That's gonna be filthy, bro. Nothing but filth of that motherfucker. <laughs> wow, bro! But I was like, that shit. I watch it. I also love uh, a Sam Cook, a Sam Cook documentary or a Sam Cook movie because his death still don't sit right with me. And um, what Bobby Womack did was was dirt. So actually, I wouldn't mind a Bobby Womack. <laughs> like, hey, you're right. <laughs> yeah, one stone. No pun intended. Oh. Charlie Wilson would be dope, too. Oh, Charlie? Yeah. I think Charlie Wilson would be dope. That's my nigga. You know, he used to be on drugs and everything. Man. He fought the Lord. Speaking of, Ronald Isley, man. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Mr. Yeah. Biggs, bro. We need well, all of them. I need, I, need, I need every legend to be uh, documented in some fashion so that future generations don't forget. I don't know if how how impelling uh, Lutheran would be though. I don't know how entertaining it would be. I don't know Luther's like, story. I don't either. 
That's why I was like, I don't know how entertaining that would be, but. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that was a good question. Y'all ready to start? Hey. All right, let's do it. Episode 148 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ass Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. <clears throat> I'm getting better at that. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you Like, usually you have, like, a whole little rant that he goes on, so. You know what? I don't keep it the same every time. He's like Michael Scott. You got to give him the second, the second, uh, the Off second. Off the hip. <laughs> Off the hip. <laughs> I am Only known as. The Air J. I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. <clears throat> Tim, this your part. You can find us at www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. You can also find us on the Instagram and the Twitter at Technical File. <clears throat> now on Facebook, we have a Facebook page called Technical File Podcast. Where you, and, <laughs> and finally, we have a Technical File Pod Overtime group, which is our Facebook group page where you can join in with the listeners, fans, and fam. For sure. And like I say every week, man, if you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing Technical File fam, um, share the pod with everyone you know. Your mama, your daddy, your, your auntie, your granny, everybody. Um, it don't, it's not that hard to share, man, and it don't take that much time. So um, we mm-hmm. definitely do appreciate it. And if you guys, you know, like I said, man, y'all fam. So help us grow the fam and let's do this thing. We can't do it without y'all. Yeah, and uh, wherever you get find podcasts, you can find us. That includes Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Google Podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Stitcher. Mm-hmm. SoundCloud. We there too. Mm-hmm. Spotify. And then. Hot Heart Radio. Boop, boop. Boop. <laughs> 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 the heart of his last leg. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, damn. <laughs> damn. <don't> <laughs> <make> <laughs> I Radio. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give it a. We'll give it. Hold on. We'll give it a. Give it. A, give it a little something. Give it a thud or something. Look. All right. Hit us with iHeart again, Eric. iHeart Radio. Boom boom. 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 What the fuck? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Himalaya. Like a player. Like a player. Wooshka. Wooshka. And wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, <laughs> while you're there, make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, and review. It helps us, and we appreciate it. Indeed. Mm-hmm. For sure. And you know what? Last week, we had a new review. And this week, we have another number one city. New number one. Milwaukee, once again, was not one of our top listening cities. <laughs> hey, this is what roll. What the hell y'all doing? Last week, Appleton beat oh, out Milwaukee. And this mm-hmm. week, Racine, Wisconsin. 
Ray Silla. Ray Sing. Okay. <clears throat> I see you, Ray Sing. Came through in the number one spot. That's what's up. We appreciate no, the love, Racine. For sure. Number two, we got Milwaukee. Shout out to the home state. Y'all got to be number one. I need to tell some more. If you live in Milwaukee, this is a personal challenge to you. You need mm. to put someone else in the city on the pod. We can't have y'all coming at number two and we from here. Exactly. Well, shoot that damn bird. Well, let's get it together. Oh, you can hear that motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> All right, my bad. You can't hear that. <laughs> number get three. your ass above over here. I'm trying to record it. Y'all out here making all that goddamn noise. <laughs> Shit. Goddamn bird. Don't monkey ass out the way. His neighbor's gonna be crazy as hell. <laughs> oh man, yell that bird. <laughs> that crazy niggas out there yelling <laughs> in the car. <time. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> that nigga got some real issues, bro. Like they go they just had a neighborhood watch on your ass and shit. <laughs> like <laughs> he was real life yelling. Yeah, like at the top of his lungs. <laughs> okay. Oh shit. Okay. Number three, top listening cities from the past week. We have Rockville, uh, Maryland. They ain't gonna shout them out, y'all. Oh, what I Nah, hey, damn, somebody from Rockville listening like, damn, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he listened, I'll get a shot out. Y'all niggas like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they ain't going to be in the top 10 next week. <laughs> <laughs> Forget what I said about listening to them niggas, man. Don't, oh, don't turn bad. that off. They disrespect the city. Uh, <laughs> all love Rockville. Number four, uh, Clarksville, Tennessee. What up, though? Clarksville. Number five, we got Minneapolis, Minnesota. Get Minnesota. Minnesota. Always showing love. Six, we got Laurenburg, North Carolina. Okay, North Carolina. <laughs> Number seven, we got Hespera, I believe it's pronounced. California. Okay, that's love. What up, though? Number eight, we got Houston, Texas. H-Town, always showing love, too. Number nine, we got L.A., Los Angeles, California. L.A., what up? Y'all Number already 10? know, Laker Nation. Gang, gang. Number 10, we have Arlington, Texas. Okay, Texas. Hello. Hello, Texas. Arlington. Welcome. International listeners included Canada. Neighbors okay, to Canada. The What's up? Uh, Republic of Korea. What? I'm just move on. New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> Germany. And Spain. So shout out to the international listeners from the last week. Adam shit. He's doing gifts live in the recording. <laughs> I know the only nigga looking at him. I saw him. When he... <laughs> oh shit. Whew. All right. Let's get into the topics of the week. So, Tech File Cinema. Week four of Tech File Cinema. Fellas, are y'all ready to tell the people, if they're new here, what Tech File Cinema is? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, first uh, In a world. <laughs> Where we're quarantined. <laughs> and Tech File only got shit to talk about. <laughs> so we find random sport movies for motherfuckers to watch. <laughs> then we talk about the shit. Tech file cinema. 
cow wild, bro. And then you gotta put in one of them IR boom 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 boom. Man, let my heart live, man. Man, it ain't it ain't sound like it wanted to no more. <laughs> it gave up for you. <laughs> All right, so we put a vote out uh, on all our social media channels, and we ask y'all to vote. So please, if you listen to this, make sure you let us know what movie we need to talk about. So uh, the choices this past week were uh, Blue Chips. Who selected Blue Chips this week? That would be me. Kim? Mm -hmm. Um, Semi-Pro? Wait, was Semi-Pro this week? Yeah, Yeah, I think I was here. Semi-Pro. Yep. I have 42. You have 42, and I had um, Jerry Maguire. Yes, ma'am. Which I thought would get some more respect, but y'all niggas don't respect nothing. Anyway. She's <laughs> shaming niggas. Right. Jerry Maguire is a great movie, y'all. Maybe well, actually, turn. I haven't seen it in a while, so I, I don't, don't, don't quote me on that. Uh, this week, Blue Chips won. And uh, IMDb. Described this movie as a 1994 film about a college basketball coach who was forced to break the rules in order to get the players he needs to stay competitive. Y'all agree with that assessment of what, what the movie about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, that's definitely the gist. Uh, the film stars Nick Nolte and Shaquille O'Neal. Those were the headlining names in the movie, but there were a lot of other actors in this movie that kept popping up, and I was like, oh what? Yeah. <laughs> It was plenty of I was like, Ed O'Neill. At first, I was like, Al Bundy. They're like, don't be disrespectful. Right. Ed a man's real name. And I was like, Ed O'Neill. <laughs> His name was Ed in the movie, too. It was. Yeah. It was funny. <clears throat> Alfred Woodard popped up, and I was like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> then I realized it was Bob Cousy who was the AD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's Mr. Free Throw. Okay, that makes sense. Right. <laughs> he was great in the book. <laughs> <laughs> they said that uh, the script called for him to just just shoot like naturally, and whatever happened happens. And he mm. literally just was not missing, which made Nick Nolte improvise and be like, "You just don't miss, huh?" And that's how that whole you got a left handed and still catch them up. Hey, that's how Bob Cousy used to get buckets back in the day, man. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. And uh, Penny Hardaway was in here too. He was uh, one of the other kids. And like all the basketball teams, like they had like real basketball players. Mm-hmm. So like I was like, oh, that's him. Oh, that's him. Like Rick Fox didn't turn down no roles. <laughs> <laughs> Not never. Marcus Not Johnson never. was in there too. I was like, yep. oh, he's a coach. Well, I, I realized then that it was um, it's the same director as White Men Can't Jump. So that's why you uh, saw a lot of like overlap between the two. Oh, and then went and looked it up. His name is Ron Shelton. Like he directed a bunch of sports movies. Like he did Bull Durham. Um, he did some boxing movie. Like he, he had a whole run of sports movies. So mm-hmm. that's tight. Yeah, the I remember reading the director. He said that like he believed that for a quality sport movie, you need actual athletes. Like that's right. why he went and actually got a lot of hoopers. So yeah. So like I guess so yeah, Ray Fox was on one of the teams. Like they had Bobby Hurley, Calvert Chaney. Like, mm-hmm. a bunch of, like, people that you would recognize from, like, the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, basically anybody that was coming out of college that year <laughs> in that movie. Pretty, Pretty much. much. Had any of you all ever seen this movie before? No. Yeah, I've never seen it. Tell yeah, I've never seen it either. You no. never saw it, Eric? Mm. Yes. You saw it before. This is my first time seeing it, too. I thought it was pretty good. It was? I thought it was, like, Yeah, good. it was a really good movie. Nick yeah, Nolte was, was actually a great coach. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. He was a good fighter. Wait, who first? 
Yeah, but my bad. I don't know about that opening speech, bro. That, that motherfucker came in <laughs> hot. I'm like, dude, who, oh, why are you talking to him like this? It, <laughs> he came uh, in cracking shot. I thought eventually he was going to come back in and be like, I didn't mean it or something like that, but he never yeah. did. It oh, just no. kept getting worse. I was like, uh, Bob Knight? Until Bob Knight showed up in the damn movie? I was like, okay, Bob Knight Jr.? <laughs> I was like, the fuck? Because the whole movie, I was like, dude, he was Bobby Knight the whole movie until he showed up. I was like, oh, shit, Bobby Knight in here. <laughs> All right, little dog, little Bobby. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing that kind of, it was weird to me. So, like, they had the real Indiana University, but that was the only real school. Like, everything else was, like, mm-hmm. the fake version of a real school. Like, Western was clearly UCLA. Like, Yeah. I hate that name, like, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Western. That's funny. Yeah. But no, it was it, it was actually pretty decent. Um, but I mean, it, I guess it came out for his tweeting again. <laughs> I know, the, right? The damn bird. birds didn't take I'm going to shoot the shit out that damn bird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't have Peter on the show, fam. When I pop oh, the truck, they be everywhere, We're going to see what I popped the truck, though. Uh, they're worse than the feds, bro. Peter, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Peter, dog. I want all the smoke with Peter. <laughs> all right. Anyway. <laughs> but, um, <I> no. So, <laughs> it was wild because it came down to his moral compass and pretty much trying to do everything right. So, he didn't want to hire boosters pretty much to get the players that they needed for him to become a winning coach again. And he got so desperate. He, right. He had two championships. You know, he was his job was on the line. And cats coming out the blue like, hey, listen, I can get you these guys. Now, I mean, who wouldn't want... Penny and Shaq, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it was it was interesting how you know he caved and then he didn't cave. It was like I I know it was his own internal struggle with cheating or not, but when he found out that you know I'm not gonna try to tell the whole movie, but something else happened prior. To I mean, that. we're reviewing it, so yeah. You talking about when he found out that Tony had shave points? In, in yeah. The yeah, it was just like... That okay, was his so breaking then, point. That yeah, was at that point, point, he was like, all right, fuck it then. I, I already cheated once. I might as well just go ahead and fuck it. Like, all this time, I've been denying that anything had happened. Because that's what uh, Ed O'Neill's character, Ed, who was a sports writer, he kept saying, like, you know, there's some stuff going on behind the scenes with this school. There's some stuff going on. But um, no one really listened. And then when he got these players, he was like, yo, listen, this time, we, like, for sure, there's something going on. So... Yeah, it was on the whole time. So the compromising situation that Penny was in, like, I wonder how often that phone call has to be made where you get these bribes and you get these luxuries and shit like that, these houses, these cars, and then all of a sudden you get there, you're like, you know, I really don't fuck with this school. Can I leave? But can everybody, like, keep their money and their they jobs and their cars and shit? Can I leave, though? <laughs> no, nah, boss... That ain't how this shit works. Right. Like, we already paid. It's a contract at, now. Fam. At all. You got to uh, honor these obligations. But it was, it was a good movie, though. Like, truth be told, I always watch the movies right before we record. That way, fresh. Yeah, yeah I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I don't know how I feel. How do y'all feel about the whole getting paid under the table thing? Because that's what the movie's about. Like, he's saying, like, it's wrong, but the... Cricket agent happy. His point was one that we kind of make, which is they deserve it. It's, they earned right. this. They just can't get it. So what are we doing that's so wrong? Right. So how do yeah, y'all feel I, about I feel like he, yeah. that's his argument because it sounds good, but like his thing was like 
it rang hollow. Like, he don't actually believe that. It's just, Oh, like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, like, it's for the prestige of the university and to make his school look better and it's about the competition with other schools. So, it's like everybody else is doing it is essentially what he came down to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can do it better and get these guys and bring our school back to number one. So, I don't know. Like, I, I guess we all know where I stand, which is players should get, be, should get paid. But I think that it should be legalized so that then – they aren't being like blackmailed essentially mm-hmm. into doing whatever to keep it under wraps or getting uh having a bid more like that where you put an 18 year old in a compromising situation to make a decision based off of what you can give his family as opposed to really helping him yeah also was, i don't know it was <clears throat> but it was like i said it was it was really good i fucked with it really did what do y'all rate the movie I'll give it a 4.25. I was thinking about it. All right, we ain't doing two fives, man. We've do been doing halves and three quarters. I, halves, just halves. And the first half was last week, I believe. No, I said we did a half earlier. Right. Every level halves. You get halves. You don't get don't quarter get, measurements. Give halves. Like, just give a number. It ain't that hard. <laughs> but what's better than the number I got? Then you, you got to round either then up it, or down. I rounded to the half. That's what I'm saying. Halves. So give me your number. <laughs> four. Mm. Eric? I gave it four. Ken? Yeah, I'm at a four too. Yep. Four for me too. One thing I, I didn't like about like Ed, like, yeah, I'm sure his 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 morals kicked in and all that stuff, but he really threw all those kids under a bus though. Like, oh, yeah. Dog. oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> he threw everybody <laughs> under the bus. Like, I say quit and then, like, later on tell, but, like, don't have it so, like, because, like, if he quit and he's like, oh, yeah, we tried to get this kid a car, we gave this kid a, you know, like, those kids are getting kicked out of school. Like, they're never playing college basketball. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you, and you mess over, like, the kids that you claim that you love and all that stuff that were on the team before that didn't do anything wrong. Like, you mm-hmm. just threw away, like, their senior season. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, it seems self-serving. In that capacity, but <laughs> yeah, it was the entire time. Hmm. Until so the end. <laughs> no, but yeah, overall good movie though. Then he went to go on to coach high school basketball. I guess he felt the game was still pure before you get uh, paid off. Yeah, before you get. Paid. And the dude said that like, quote unquote, "This is what I need." How many million dollars? Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, how many millions of dollars did he earn like as the coach of Western University before that though? Like Exactly. <laughs> it wasn't pure then, it was just like the players weren't getting paid, but you were. Yeah. Well he probably felt like he deserved it. He felt like the rules had to be followed. <laughs> uh but speaking of coaches, we wanted to pay some respects. Don Shula, the NFL's winningest coach who led the Miami Dolphins to the league's only undefeated season. He passed away on Monday. He was 90 years old. Um, <clears throat> Shula actually won an NFL record 347 games, which includes playoff games. So, only three coaches, NFL coaches, have ever won 300 or more games. Since you know Shula is one now, who are the other two? Uh, say Tom Landry? Nope. I guess Bill. Bill, yep, that's one. Bill Belichick. Yeah, uh, Belichick for sure. Who else was a coach for a long ass time and won a bunch? I'm trying to. Th- Parcells? Nope. Uh, he quit too many times. <laughs> <laughs> Not Jimmy Johnson. Andy Reid been coaching nope. for a while, but uh, Coward. 
Nope. Oh. Damn. I don't know. Oh, Who you got? Uh, Chicago no, Bears. Game oh, coach. Dicka. George oh, Hallis. Yeah. George Hallis was the other uh, oh, okay. coach over 300. Ken, oh, you know your history. Hey, man. That shit old as hell. Oh, one thing I learned <laughs> this week um, is Curly, <laughs> one thing I learned this week is that Curly Lambeau was like 23 when he founded the Packers. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Young is crap. Young is Damn. crap. Hmm. And it wasn't called Lambo Field until like he died in the mid sixties. It's a good name. Little what was it before? Lambeau. Uh City Stadium or something like that. Yep. Uh, some generic. Oh. Let's talk some NBA league news real quick. There's some things that have been coming out. So man, which one of y'all kids is spazzing right now? Yeah, that's mine. What's wrong? It's not like you're singing. Okay, that's a cry. See, I, I felt it. <laughs> um, the NBA announced the postponement of the draft lottery and the draft combine. Both were scheduled for this month in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Some look at it like kind of like a, well, kind of optimistically like, okay, well, they they must be doing that because they know they can't really set no draft lottery because... Nobody knows. Yeah, nobody yeah. knows yet. Like optimism that they might finish it, but also it just, it's kind of common sense. Like you know, this ain't gonna yeah. happen right now. They still talking about continuing the season this year. Exactly. So, like Brian Winhurst reported that um, owners have been having conversations about starting the 2021 season in December, which they floated out before. That's an idea that we talked about on the show, actually. And um, this is the testament to the fact that the owners think there's a chance to resume this current season. And that they want to give themselves additional leeway in case it takes until the fall to resume the 2019-20 season. They talking about resuming during the fall. Like I said, it goes back to what I was saying before. If well, you were saying that Cats can't rehab, but I'm like, I don't know. I think Cats still rehabbing. I mean, what are you talking about right now? <laughs> they can rehab. They can't be at practice facilities though. No, I'm talking about if they resume like cats that were injured and stuff. Oh yeah, that that's uh the GM for the Nets would ask that question, like would Kevin Durant come back? And he was like, That's the one hundred and ten million dollar question, ain't it? Right. That's what that's what I was saying before. Like if it does prolong long enough, like can we see these players like Clay Thompson and them come back? I mean, I doubt Clay Thompson would because they're not making the playoffs either way. But True, they wouldn't compromise the top five pick. I mean, I just like it doesn't make sense to come back for two weeks and then you're done again. Like Probably not. Whereas the Nets can make the playoffs and then they could play for up to a month. Yeah, but although Seth Curry's argument, like when they were asking him, why would he come back with a little season? He was like, I just, we, we, need, we need to see which young guys I can actually play with since I'm a cornerstone. Yeah, I mean, like Steph was already healthy. So, like, he'd be fine to come back. But it's like, do you throw somebody back off a of fresh ATL, ACL tear just to play for a week and a half? Yeah, and I was saying, like, that argument might be the same with Clay, where it's like, and these are low-pressure games. Like, you get some five-on-five. Five. Like, if you're, this is only if you're cleared, not, like, somebody who is, like, you know. Barely coming back from the Yeah, injury. like, someone who's who's been playing five-on-five five already. It's kind of like a, if you want to go, we got a couple games, we can just get a look. But And that man in uh, Brooklyn, he been, he been, <laughs> he been doing some of that. But I mean, we'll yeah. see. It'll be interesting. But I could also see why players are like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, in all my memories now, like, it's all, like, statuses and pictures from last year's playoffs. I'm like, damn. Yeah, I had to like, stop looking. <laughs> like, we should have been sweeping the Nets or somebody right now. Like, hey, that's going to be the wild thing. Like, if they do come back, then we'll have to face him. 
first round. Well, it will depend on if they play any um, additional games before the playoffs. And it might not be a full playoff slate. Like, they may do, like, the top four or six in each conference as opposed to four or eight. Oh. That would be interesting. That would, because I was thinking they probably just cut the games down to, like, uh, best of three, best of five, mm-hmm. and then best of seven. And, you know, one thing they have been talking about, the rumors uh, resuming this season might include just using a bubble site. So one site that's been thrown out was Walt Disney <laughs> World, which is the one in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Land is in Cali. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Walt Disney World was suggested as an option. And then the MGM Resorts in Vegas was like, yo, look, hey, check it. We will create a bubble city for y'all. And get y'all a whole okay? strip. They're like, hey, by the way, <laughs> NBA, yeah. this offer's not just for you. WNBA, MLB, hey, whatever you'll... Look, listen. No, Vegas is thirsty as hell to reopen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thirsty as hell. Um, do y'all think block, that a bubble right? site idea works? It could. Because, I mean, if you call into the bubble site, you're going to quarantine the shit out of it and make sure everybody's safe that's coming in and out of the facility. If players are comfortable enough with that, I don't see why that they wouldn't do it. And it seems like a good enough idea, especially if they're trying to really jumpstart this stuff all over again. Well, I mean, like, the the understanding still that they need to, like, their benchmarks still need to be met. So, mm-hmm. like, they still need a positive, well, technically a negative trend in the amount of cases being diagnosed, and they need widespread testing. Um, so if we get f- to that point... Um, then sure, but you have to keep in mind that it isn't just the players going. It isn't just the players and the coaches. Like they're like medical players, staff. coaches, medical staff. Mm-hmm. The players are probably going to want their families to at least mm-hmm. have the hospital coming. So, I think I've heard mm-hmm. like the minimum number of people that would be in this bubble would be like fifteen hundred. Mm. Um, That's enough for the fans. Put the and, put their ass to the crowd. What? Do- <laughs> But like, the, yeah. So like, the, that's a lot of people. But it's like, there's also the idea that you're going to also need to be including people who are working at wherever they're at, right? So it's like, do these employees want to take that risk to be? Yeah. Do they want to be quarantined too? Like, because they're going to have to be quarantined. Like everybody in the bubble is literally going to have to live in the bubble, right? There's no coming in and no coming out of the bubble. And yes. keep in mind that you have coaches that fall in the age range of like the elevated risk or whatever so like <laughs> Greg Popovich is over 70 Mike mm-hmm. D'Antoni is like pushing 70 like there are mm-hmm. assistant coaches that are like lifers that are like in their 60s and 70s so um, like there's a lot that they need to take into consideration other than you know like these 20 to 35 year old players mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. do y'all think that Disney or Vegas will work better as a bubble site probably mm. Disney. Vegas, you could really block it off, though. I was going to say, I would say Disney because yeah. the Vegas Strip is still in the middle of mm-hmm. a city, while whereas Disney mm-hmm. is its own resort. Like, it's right. already kind Largest. of concealed off. Yeah, it's easier to control. Yeah. Plus, and it's Vegas, already built, and it's, uh, exactly. like, it's owned by Disney, and, mm-hmm. like, they're a partner with ABC, you know, like, they own ESPN. ESPN, yeah. so... Mm. Like, that just seems like the more logical place to hold it. Yep. And then but they too, could probably like, get more money out of Las Vegas. <laughs> like, but Vegas will also have to yeah. build courts. Like yeah. like you said, with Disney, at least they got stuff already ready. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens with that. Um, yeah, we'll see. 
a quick five-second video of 53-year-old Mike Tyson training on the mitts <laughs> has gone viral. <laughs> and I was like, great, because I recently <laughs> asked the question if people would fight Mike Tyson now for 10 stacks. And some people actually said, yeah. If you listen to <laughs> you and our Facebook group, you, you know what I'm talking about. Make sure y'all join the Facebook group. But well, might not have fought like Parkinson's disease, Muhammad Ali. Just like <laughs> there's like muscle memory involved. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, shit. and he's in great shape right now. That's why I said I would not smoke with that man. He want to play around. Oh, let me show you some moves. No, I'm like I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, bro. Don't want to accidentally piss you off with a wrong joke. Nope. <laughs> His trainer actually said that um. Quote, I didn't know what to expect. He hasn't hit mitts for almost 10 years, like, during the time of, of the video. So I didn't expect to see what I saw. I saw a guy with the same speed, same power as guys that are 21, 22 years old. And if you watch the video, that right hook, when it came to the trainer, was I'm done. Like, that's it. Like, we good. He told the man to heal. He told him to heal. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, and walked off because he... He, he said he saw his life flash before his eyes. Like, he was like, when I mean, you see a right hook from Mike coming at you the first time, like, he was two body eye, shots would have crippled anybody else. <laughs> he gave him two hugs. Oh, no. <laughs> no but his now trainers, I go. <laughs> his trainers added now, they've been training for about three weeks now. They do 60 to 90 minute sessions, which include cardio, mitts, and bags. And he said he believes that Tyson can make a comeback within six months. Like, I'm not joking. That's he added. Wild. He added. He doesn't know if Tyson crazy. has an interest in it, but that he, if he wanted to do it, that he could do it. That's crazy, dude. That's I don't know if I would like to, but if that he was to come back, because he's a heavyweight, yeah. so who are he gonna fight? He gotta fight somebody old. You can't give him no young buck. Mm. Although the idea of him against but, the young buck, is I was. Bad. I'm thinking about. Yeah. I want to say Wilder. But he just Tyson wild. Would knock that nigga out. But that's what I'm saying. Like I was, like, <laughs> because he was. He, remember, he was talking that shit about his power. He would have knocked him out in the '90s. He'd knock him out now. We saw how weak his chin is. Like, <laughs> but it would. I mean, the money, the draw, um, that that fight would be ridiculous. All right, Tim, I got a question for you because you're the the most confident mm-hmm. athlete of the four of us. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could be any legend in their sport? That's like at an advanced age. So let's say 60 plus. Like, could you beat like Usain Bolt in the race? No, because he's in like his 30s. <laughs> like Carl Lewis. Do you think you could race Carl Lewis and win? How old is Carl right now? I don't know. Give me a second, but just talk on it. Um, You know, I would. After it get to a certain age, I wouldn't even want to because I feel like that wouldn't be fair. But I would say up to about. Carlos is 58 years old. No, I couldn't be Carlos today. <laughs> you think like, he's still too quick at 58? Dude, at 58? You, bro, listen, when I don't know if you remember Joey Galloway, wide receiver for the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Deion Sanders, quarterback for the NFL. Like these old cats still running four fives, four sixes in their forties and fifties. No, I'm not being a world class sprinter in his fifties. Okay, what what age would make you comfortable like? About 70. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that's abuse. That's why I said it wouldn't be fair no more. 
That's exactly why I said that. <laughs> Fuck no. Fuck no. Hell no. I was actually telling, uh, who was I telling? I was, t- I was talking to somebody the other day, and I was like, the wildest part about, I think it was Camille, about racing or being fast. I, it might not have been you. Uh, being fast is that no matter how old you get, you're still fast as shit in your age group. Yeah. <laughs> so, so even though you slow, I'm going to be slow to these young bucks. For my age group, I'm still faster than most of you niggas. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, like world class sprinters like that. Okay, they lost a step or two. What what the fuck is that? They they instead of running in four seconds, they're running in four and a half. <laughs> like, come on now, nah, nah, nah. Is there but any player that you think you go one on one with? Like, would you play one on one with like Bill Russell? I play, but I ain't gonna win. I, I had an old cat. You wouldn't beat Bill Russell. Listen, Bill Russell walk with a cane now. Like, come on, man. You know, that ain't fair. I wouldn't play him. I wouldn't play him. They gotta be fair. They still gotta be old enough. Okay, right? okay. They still gotta be okay, okay. How, about, how about Dr. J? He looks like he's in great shape. Hey, I'll bust Bill yeah. Russell. Hey, man. <laughs> Fuck that. He's scared to say it. I said, goddammit. I'll bust his old ass. That's the title. <laughs> I'll bust his old ass. <laughs> <laughs> what my ass old bitch? <laughs> what you got against old people, kid? <laughs> hey man, I'm just saying, you know, old people. <gasps> no, okay. Because I've seen Marcus Johnson, because he can still quote unquote dunk. Like he, would you play Marcus Johnson in the one on one? He's still six six. Right, bro. I'm still <laughs> five seven in this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Tim. Mike hey, Tim Jitters with that five seven. No, like, fuck like, that. Like built Mike Diddy. Um, Jitters. No, Mike Diddy. Like, yo, again, I will still play these cats, but these cats are still good. Like I had an old no. cat when I was refereeing. He ain't played in like thirty years, but he was he used to be a shooter. They don't lose that shit. Give them two shots, they good. They will keep shooting that bitch. Like they don't yeah. lose that shit. Come on, let's give let's give Tim the height advantage. So Muggsy Bowes, would you try it? Mm, I try it. <laughs> would you be confident? Yes. Muggsy. Okay, I, was yes. like, I think you should be confident against Muggsy. Yes, I, I'll I'll actually go with my, my speed <laughs> quickness in that one. <laughs> that'll be the hey, that'll be the smallest one or whatever. <laughs> this motherfucker here. <laughs> Who got these dollars right here? <laughs> Hey, Brady Fisher Price for down for these ones. <laughs> I'm glad you got that hearty laugh in. Would you play anyone one on one? Any legend? Eric, would you? No. Oh, I don't know. Hey, play your brother. There's no upside to it. Like you get busted really by an eighty year old man. Or you beat an old eighty-year-old man like <laughs> <laughs> put that on social media. I just bust his, I just bust his eighty-year-old ass. This nigga eighty years old. <laughs> you bragging about busting an old ass? You the one who said, what, "What was the title? What you say? I'll bust his." No. <laughs> yeah. I'll bust the rest of his ass, bro. Hey, can you beat Spice Adams, bro? <laughs> Hell yeah, fuck no. He's no old swag. <laughs> Add him oh, right now to that shit. And what, All basketball we, or football? I, I drive out to the show, my nigga. Basketball or football? Either or. Mm. I'm on his heels, nigga. Mm, I hear. <laughs> and them birds on yours, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't care about you. Them birds loud as a bitch, bro. Them birds like they right by you, like... 
<laughs> like they in the window. <laughs> <laughs> they being assholes, like cause I yelled at them and shit. They came back. They came back with more motherfuckers. <laughs> they were like, I hope this nigga got one more. Hey, low kid, this sounds like it's multiple birds now instead of just oh, one. What the- <laughs> They, they came back told. with the whole gang. Right, goddamn birds. Birds out here like Michael Jordan, but we gonna get to him in a second in his, <laughs> oh, his snitching ways. So, a few weeks ago, we talked about uh, WWE making all them cuts. Mm-hmm. One of the cuts they made was to this wrestler named Leo Rush. And Leo. Um, he took to Twitter on Monday and he said he might not wrestle again. His direct quote was, I legitimately might not ever wrestle again end quote he sounds so sad but I think and then his next tweet was like but hit me for features cause I think <laughs> what he's doing is just doing his music full time ah uh, fair enough All that right. being said <clears throat> it's time to go to the radio WTCK radio 69.9 FM where 69 is fine Ken friend would you tell the people in case they're new here um what exactly the radio segment is? What do I mean when I say we're going to the radio? Um, yeah, so the radio, um, the radio portion of the show is where we choose a song that is sport adjacent, um, mm-hmm. either written, composed, produced, um, some way formed by someone in sports. Um, Tim is our DJ. Um, DJ, give it to me. Tim. <laughs> and this is our. Um, Every time, bro. <laughs> this shit is back, back, um, back. Hey, fuck you, dog. Hey, I see you got a hearty laugh over there. Hey, you think I'm always lurking? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> but this is our, this is, the, yeah, this is the back room meeting. Backstage production meeting. So, there we go. Yeah, what she said. This is where we plan um, how we're going to go live on air. Since we're doing this over the phone, Dooch is actually our point person. He will be queuing the music up for DJ. Give it to me. Hey, Dooch, what's your DJ name? He ain't got one. He and said. I'm Dooch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Dooch. Okay. So, do you want to, uh, Tim, do you want to go live on air as music is playing, or do you want to cue Dooch when to hit play? Um... <clears throat> He can play the music first, and then I'll talk over the music. Okay, so Ken, you counting down, Dooch pretty. Hold on, let me find the name of the song, what that is. Oh, the song is by Leo. It's called I Wonder. Leo, I Wonder. Okay. I wonder. All right. <clears throat> Ken, count us down, please. Five, four, three, two, one. W-T-E-C-K Radio 69.9 But 69 is fine I'm trying to find where the music went But it's okay I'm going to go ahead and talk over this shit Get my shit spent We got Leo Too much I wonder what it's got me singing now <laughs> You're adding on I'm in trouble, trouble And too much love's got me pushing out And thinking about Seeing it proud she wonders where the money really wonders when we're hungry, yeah. And too much drugs got me singing now. I wonder if you got a real guitar. 
That's probably peaceful. Like sitting there playing your acoustic guitar and shit. It's a little, it's a little, uh, it's a little pop, man. That's not bad. It's a little, it's it's, it's kind of smooth. They got a like a kid Cudi vibe. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, like an R and B Cudi. If you sung more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, right up my wheelhouse. I'm in trouble, trouble. I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna add this one to the uh to the collection. <laughs> I like how it feels. Maybe that's all we could do for the anniversary. What bring back our favorite? Yeah. Right, it's a good idea. Oh, I, I already got it in mind. <laughs> oh, Lord. Sweetest smile on your face Inside I'm feeling so dead Cause I want you Yeah I want you This is a great song to party to Wanna ask for your hand Take you out on a date You know, you we have played car. a lot of freaking songs, bro We a real radio station <laughs> Yeah, we are real talk Yeah, I know We play like more music than MTV. They got reality TV on all day on me. And fam, and they be playing the same one. Like they play ridiculousness like eighty times a day. Like y'all have so much classic stuff in the vault. Why don't y'all bring the old bands like, back? Just bring making the band back. Drugs got me seen now. Double, double. I'm in trouble, trouble. And too much love. This isn't bad, though. Yeah. Not at all. crowd. Yeah, that was, that was smooth. I see you. That was smooth. Okay, Leo. All the songs gonna sound would be with a acoustic guitar, though? Like some uh, John Mayer I don't know, shit. man. That was his most popular. I just picked whatever his most popular one was. It's a job, <laughs> That's what we got. Yeah. That was that's the most played song by him. So I wanted to hit y'all with his best. He got an album coming out, I think, like next Fair week. Enough. All right. ESPN's Last Dance continued. Episodes five and six aired this past weekend. Let's 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 talk through some of these takeaways. And I actually mm-hmm. wrote a few down to, to get us started, you know. Okay. So episode five did kick off with the Kobe MJ relationship. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Yeah, that was that's the kickoff. A lot of people was in their fields. A lot of people still not uh still weren't ready. No, it's it's weird seeing him. Like it feels like he should be here. Like I wish he was able to to watch this documentary with us. But um, one thing that was interesting, and I believe Eric tweeted, "Little Laker boy." <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. When they were in the at the All Star game and they're in the Eastern uh, Conference locker room talking about that little Laker boy. In the second year in the league. He gonna be out there hustling. <laughs> he gonna take all of us one on one. Like they was in there shook, bro. <laughs> they weren't there. I wouldn't say they were shook. They seemed like well, they were more annoyed. Like, like duh, he finna, right? Finna make us play for real, bro. 
And that's, that's probably true. how they were when Giannis was in there the first time. Yeah. The truth <laughs> is really, really hustling. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, I mean, like, that kind of, that kind of shows the certain level of respect. Like, obviously, like, they were kind of, like, joking about it, but mm-hmm. the fact that a dude in his second year, they've been in the league for, like, a year and a half, they had the whole opposing locker room talking about him. Like, Says something. Exactly. <laughs> Got the all-star game. <laughs> yeah, it's just the best of the best in the league talking about him. They all mm-hmm. knew who he was. He was no <laughs> man. Yeah, that was stories. That's 19-year-old all-star. And they actually uh, interviewed Kobe before he passed, <clears throat> and he's in the documentary. He said something that was super interesting, and I really hope that this can kind of put some of that stuff to rest like we talked about, I think, during the Kobe episode, where I was like, there's just kind of a tear. Like, if you if you goat tear, like, you're up there. Like, you just, you just are. Yeah. But Kobe said, quote, I truly hate having discussions about who would win one-on-one. You heard fans saying, hey, Kobe, you beat Michael one-on-one. And I feel like, yo, what you get from me is from him. I don't get five championships here without him because he guided me so much and gave me so much great advice, end quote. Mm-hmm. And that, that that's what it is. Like, so much of basketball. <laughs> What's your niggas on, fam? Because he knows I'm staring at him. <laughs> I y'all making eye contact? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I'm staring dead at his ass. <laughs> I wanted to say something. Go ahead, say something. <laughs> this nigga, dog. Get your I, I feel like so much of sports, like the reason that you can't really compare errors is like so much is built on the shoulder of giants. So, like. Jordan showed Kobe a path and he followed it. Mm-hmm. And in certain respects, like he probably surpassed it, but because mm-hmm. the level of competition had risen to such heights or like people had studied what Jordan did and how to counter it, like it wasn't exactly the same, but each generation builds upon the last one. Mm-hmm. So like you can't just like in a vacuum take Kobe and te- put him in 1984 because mm-hmm. like Jordan was, I don't know. Like it's just, it's different. It's it's a different era. Like everybody is pretty much compared to the era that they play in, and it's just like the level of domination that they did within their era. Mm-hmm. So, so I, well, I guess that's why people try to like knock down the competition of different eras because it makes whatever era they're arguing for seem better. But there's no real way to know. So just enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not better. It's not worse. It's just different. Yep. And I feel like that's something special about like earlier we talked about the the lore of Tyson against, you know, someone who's mm-hmm. tight now, but it's like mm-hmm. boxing feels different to me because that's just combat. Like either you going like either you can punch or you can't. Like that doesn't change over the years. Like Yeah. It's boxing. But training methods do. That is mm-hmm. true. Um that's why I guess he's training now. But <laughs> um, That's some scary shit. Yeah. Real talk. But, but basketball, the game is literally different for each era. Like it's like a new game almost. The rules make a big difference because it's certain players like Tony Kukoc, for example, mm-hmm. who like he was he was he was decent, you know, during his time with the Bulls. But like if he played now, he'd be awesome. He would cook. Oh my god, yeah, he would cook. <laughs> he'd be perfect for this. Yep. Yeah. Cooking. Jerry Cross got that man killed by the Dream Team. Man. Jesus Christ, bro! They <laughs> 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 swear that man so bad the first game, God. <laughs> 
I was like, why are they terrorizing this man like this? But another thing, though, is that, like, Jordan, like, gabbled, like, he was a oh my god, bro. Yeah, like they was in the back room, bro. <laughs> gambling, picking coins off the wall, gambling, bro. Like bro. you have a problem, sir. Bop marketing out here doing a Jordan shrug, bro. Bro, Jordan was having crackhead tendencies in the back room, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he was like, "Oh, bring where your money at? Twenty dollars, dog." I would, I would have took Jordan money too. Though, I ain't gonna lie. Jordan said uh, that he didn't have a gambling problem. He said he got a competitive, a, com- a competition problem. Oh, okay. What are you sleep at night? I said, that sounds like a gambling problem, brother. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever helps him sleep at night, you know? Like the, yeah, funny, the, the, funniest funniest part, part, <laughs> the funniest part to me was like when, I think it was John Paxton. He was like, yeah, we were just like playing for like a dollar a hand or something at the mm-hmm. front of the thing. And Mike was like, <laughs> like, like man, yeah. why? Why? Why you on here? Your money. <laughs> <laughs> I want your money in my pocket. Like, you don't get the fuck away from me, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> that bullshit. There's something wrong with you. Don't talk to somebody. <laughs> it was also tight learning about the shoes. Like, I'm not like a super shoe head, but like, I'm a 90s kid, so I remember the Jordans very distinctively. Like, they are ingrained in my head. Like, I know Roman numerals because of Jordans. Like, hmm. Jordan Super Bowls and uh, WrestleManias. Yep. That's- I was at WrestleManias did it for me. Oh, I was a WCW, kid. Was like, WCW kid, so like by the time I got to watching WWE, I already knew my my numerals. <laughs> you but, Super Brawls, <laughs> Super Brawls, <laughs> yeah, Super Bowls too. Them too. Um, what were you making? What were you saying about the shoes though? Or did you have a larger? How Jordan's mom convinced him to take the meeting with Nike in the first place because Jordan wanted to go to Adidas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was hell bent on Adidas too. Because, like, uh, I think his agent told the story before, but he was like, yeah, Michael was, like, a little brat, like, the entire time. Like, he didn't want to be there. He didn't want to go. Like, he didn't perk up until they showed him, like, this montage. Like, I forgot the song that it was to, but it was something about flying. And then they put, like, super cut, like, all his highlights to it. And then he, like, perked up. He's like, oh, my God. And, like, that was, like, the turning point in the presentation. Mm. Like, they something to sell him. <laughs> they called with the montages. <laughs> then they said they was hoping to sell like three million dollars worth of Air Jordan in the first year and sold a hundred and twenty six million or something like that. Everybody wanted to be like Mike, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> unless, you, unless you ask Mike, because then he said, "No, you don't want to do this." And I said, "You right." Yeah, I'm good. That's what I've always said. I want, I want money. I don't want to pay, dude. That's yeah. just wild. Like you think of the paparazzi and shit like that. Now I like him. It was just. Non fucking stop worldwide. There's nowhere in the world he could go. <laughs> That's wild. Dude. He was like Michael Jackson level. Like yeah. how, Michael, like how Jordan and Jackson out, seeing Michael Jackson. Like, That's how Jordan was. Like real talk. Like icon for real. Like it's <laughs> yeah. wild. Mike's ran the ninety. If you think about it, you had Tyson. You had you had Jackson. You had uh, yeah. You had Jordan. Jordan. All right, Jay Z. That's why I was I was about to wrap the bars, but then I was like, no, I'm gonna just say it. Let's see you. Six. <laughs> no, we ain't doing um, that. The crazy part to me was like when he hooped in the uh, ones and gate. I'm like, man, yeah, I bet your feet were bleeding. Like, and he said they were too small. On top of that, I've already I've always heard that the ones are very uncomfortable. A puddle of blood, bro. A puddle. Dude, said I, it was a puddle of blood. I went on one of my work trips and I wore a pair of ones just to like walk around, do sightseeing and stuff. So I was like walking for probably like four or five straight, straight hours, 
my shit was killing me by the end of it. So like running, jumping, hooping, stopping, like mm. dude, you could not pay me to hoop in some ones. <laughs> Kurt Willen was on uh she was on Twitter and she was like, I know you lying, like that you can't even walk to the store without your feet hurting in some ones. I can't <laughs> like ain't no way I'm hooping in no ones. <laughs> Bust the ass too. Yeah, he gave him like forty. <laughs> yeah. Where his feet hurting. Correct. I do like how they showed his uh, global impact, though. Like in the, in the song, I want to be like Mike. Mm-hmm. All the memories came flooding back in. Mm, I was singing the song, shit. Right. I want to be like Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, I was, I was interested because um, some criticisms that I've heard about the documentary so far um, is that. They're not covering Jordan the a hole yet. Like it's it's been too nice. It's not getting nowhere yet. And um, I know Rick, shout out to Rick. Um, he said in the Facebook group that uh, these were his favorite two episodes because it was fine. Like I'm guessing because it was finally getting into some stuff. And one of the things they did get into was his Republicans buy sneakers too comment and all his lack of activism, if you want to mm-hmm. call it that. So like I was wondering like over the years. How did y'all feel about Jordan's political stances? Like, how did y'all feel about it? And then when you heard his response, no, actually, just tell me how you felt about it. It was always, Jordan, don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's, that's what it was always to be. Like, Jordan, don't give a fuck about this shit. Mm-hmm. No, I just felt like he all, we just st- he just stayed in his lane. He was like, I'm here to hoop. Like, I'm here to play basketball. That's all I'm going to, you know, really worry about or focus on. You can't really be mad at him. That's how he make his money. That's how, you know, his brand and everything. So, him not taking a political stand, I don't feel like you can really fault him too much for it. Yeah, on the documentary, I was actually, because some people are saying, like, you're not going to get nothing out of this documentary because, um, you know, Jordan's in creative control of it. So, I actually thought it was interesting, this segment, because the people who did have something negative to say about him were on here saying some some of their points like I was really like oh well President Barack Obama of course he can say what he want to say he Barack Obama <laughs> but like, yeah, like that's like the only Michael Jordan probably the only one that can call Barack Obama a nigga right yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jordan did talk about it like Jordan now and reflection on it and he, I thought this was just really interesting so I want to know what y'all thought of his comments on the subject he said quote I don't think that statement needs to be corrected the uh, Republicans buy sneakers too because I said it in jest on a bus with Horace Grant and Scotty Pippen it was thrown off the cuff my mother asked to do a PSA for Harvey Grant or Harvey or Harvey yeah. Gant and I said look mom I'm not speaking out of pocket about someone that I don't know but I will send a contribution to support him which is what I did I do commend Muhammad Ali for standing up for what he believed in but I never thought of myself as an activist I thought of myself as a basketball player. I wasn't a politician when I was playing my sport. I was focused on my craft. Was that selfish? Probably. But that was my energy. That's where I put that's where my energy was. The way I go about my life is I set examples. If it inspires you, great. I will continue to do that. If it doesn't, then maybe I'm not the person you should be following. End quote. And when he got done talking, all I could say was, I can respect that. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Because like not making a statement is making a statement. Yeah, essentially, like that would be like somebody like, "Oh, can you speak out against uh, Donald Trump?" And like, "No, I can't do that. I'm not. I'm just a basketball player." It's like, 
there, there's a very clear right and wrong. You know what I mean? Like there's like in this situation, like there is no gray area. Like either you're on the side of Jesse Helms, who Harvey Gantt was running against, or you're not. And like this is a person that was like super racist. Like not even like yeah regular run of the mill. You know. Soft racism, like this is hard. <laughs> soft <Hey>. racism. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you did the goat before racism. here too. Like soft that was a hard pill to swallow to say. <laughs> no, I mean I'm just saying, like this, is like damn near Klansman level racism. Like, yeah. So if if you're not trying, if you're not doing what you can to get that person mm-hmm. out of a position of power, then you're like endorsing them to stay in. Like essentially, in my book, like. You need like I get that you're not an activist, but you should be able to look at it and be like, no, that's wrong. Like this person should not be in power, and if this person is willing to is is in a position to take them out, then is it fair to assume that's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation? That's how Jordan feels about it because it's yeah. one of those things where I can't he can't please everybody. So I think I was part of why I respected it was him saying like, was it selfish? Yeah, probably. Like yeah. Sure. You know why he didn't say anything. It was because he was protecting his brand. He wants to make money. We all know why he was quiet. But for him to say, like, but I, I, I did, I did fund the campaign. I did slide money that way. And that's something mm-hmm. about Jordan that I, that I did look up and that he has done. Like, he has given a lot of money. under. Like, he don't say too much about it. Like, he'll just kind of do it. But this is one of those situations where your, your word, like, your actions, like, speak much louder than you giving somebody some money. If he supports him enough to contribute to his campaign, then you should mm-hmm. at least lend. Like, even if you don't want to go as far as endorsing Harvey Gantt, like, you should at least speak out against Jesse Helms. But I can see why he wouldn't. That's my point. Like, I can understand why he didn't. I mean, I see why. It. Like, I get it logically. Like, it definitely makes sense, like, from his perspective. I'm just saying, like, me judging his actions, like, I don't stand for it. I agree. We just on different Fair side enough. of the fence. Yeah, <clears throat> I hear you. Uh, and also, he uh, he did like he did a he spoke to undefeated a couple years ago when he gave like that million dollar contribution to somebody, um, and he he said that he never said this, and now in the documentary saying he said it. So <laughs> he probably knew he couldn't deny it at that point. There's gonna be other people in there who could vouch for what <laughs> he did or didn't say. <laughs> the jig was up. Lying is hard because you got to keep all the lies going. That's, That's another thing. Was like I don't do. It. Like it just take too much energy. Cause then you got to remember what you said, and then if, if you if you party too much, you gonna forget what you said anyway. So like, why? why you know, it, it, no well, that's one of the things I kind of like about this documentary too because that's that's one of the checks and balances things that I was thinking of. Is sure Jordan had control of the doc uh, as far as like the footage and shit goes, but these interviews are candid. Mm, no, he anything he, that goes he, into this documentary, yeah. he has oh from start to finish. Killed. Yeah, he saw yeah, everything. Him, oh, and, sure. him and Adam Silver, like, they both have mutual, like, veto. So if anything goes in there that the other one doesn't want in, like, it's out. That's fair. So, well, like, then, he, kept, he kept the negative things in there that he wanted to keep. Yeah, I thought he had control of the 92 or the 98 footage, not the actual interview footage and stuff like that as well. I thought he only had control of the footage. That's why they didn't uh, release well, the footage. And stuff. No, like if, they, if you look at it this way, like if there's anything in that document that he that he doesn't want in there, he can kill the whole thing. So that he's going to have approval of every little detail, even if he doesn't have approval of every little detail. Fair enough. And I do want to say, I don't think that that makes this less um, interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is something to keep in mind while watching. Yeah. 
Uh, ESPN knows that this docu-series cannot last them forever. <laughs> and they're actually now televising South Korea's uh, Korea Baseball Organization, the KBO. They're showing those games during the upcoming 2020 season, which actually kicked off today in America. Mm-hmm. Some motherfucker so, smacked that bitch earlier. Huh? Some dude hit a home run and had a bat flip. <laughs> he smacked that bitch. I was like, God damn. What was first bat flip of the season? <laughs> you violent over there, Ray Rice? Hey, what? Hell no. Most of the games are going to air on ESPN2 at 5.30... Uh, Eastern time, so that's 4.30 here from Tuesdays through Fridays and uh, 3 a.m. here on Saturdays and 1 or midnight on Sundays. That's so late-ass game. It's Aaron from Korea, fam. I hear you. Just delay the Aaron, bro. <laughs> nope. Again, like Michael Jordan ain't the only one with a gambling problem, so people are betting on these games. Yeah. So they need to see it live. You're right. In real time. Uh, Money in the Bank is this weekend, WWE's annual pay-per-view. Um, if you're not a wrestling fan, this pay-per-view is based around a match called Money in the Bank. And the premise of that is that there is a briefcase hanging above the rim, or above the rim, above the ring. <laughs> and inside that briefcase is a contract that guarantees you a title shot at any time that you deem necessary. So that can be after mm-hmm. the champion just got done with a grueling match. It can be you know, the pooper. You got that referee. So I don't want to be, be bring one there. with you. Make sure you bring one with you. So <laughs> at any time. So the way that you get to that briefcase is through ladders. So it's a very dangerous match. It used to be my favorite match, but they've kind of watered it down over the years. But that there's been a few, a few, a uh, few good ones. But mm-hmm. I thought it was better served at WrestleMania. It just feels like a WrestleMania type of match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, the pay per view is this Sunday. There are going to be two Money in the Bank matches, as we mentioned before. They are not going to be doing the traditional way with the ladder or the, you know, how I just explained it. They'll be doing it to, at the top of the WWE headquarters. Um, the matches are for the women. You have Asuka against Shayna Baszler against Nia Jax. Nia Jax, my sister is Nia. Dana Brooke, <laughs> Lacey Evans, and Carmella. On the men's side, you got Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black, King Corbin. Otis <laughs> and AJ Styles. Otis. Hey, Jax. That shit was funny. So, it, real quick, with the AJ Styles coming back last night, I called that shit because me and Sam was watching it and he had uh, a commercial on in the middle of the gauntlet match. I was like, you know what? I like I can see AJ Styles coming back and winning this whole damn match tonight. I like because it was Bobby Lashley running through cats last night. I'm like, get mm-hmm. the fuck out of here, bro. You ain't finna... I'm like, Akira Tozawa coming out. I'm like, bro, why we got all of these? I'm like, y'all not finna do this for Bobby Lashley. And then when they aired AJ Styles' commercial, I was like, oh, AJ Styles might come back and win that shit. No, he got disqualified. Oh. He was in the middle of the match. He was winning. And he was beating up Umberto. And then uh, he got disqualified. And then Angel Garza lost to Umberto. And then Austin Theory lost to Umberto. I'm like, bro, I, they better not still be trying to push Umberto, bro. I'm tired of this shit, too. You're naming a bunch of jobbers. Exactly. That was the point. I was like, and then in the middle of the match, AJ Styles' commercial came on. I was like, I can see AJ Styles coming back and winning this and being the last man. I was like, hey, Sam, what if AJ come back and win this shit? And then he'll be the star power, the finishing star power needed for the men's match because he'd be a legit threat to both the men's mm-hmm. titles. I was like, I can see that. Lo and behold, he come back and do this shit last night. She was like, yep. you writing for that much shit? I was like, nah, bro, I'm just, you know, I do this shit. 
But um, <laughs> I do this shit. Wait, I but, thought I just out that. He came back and addressed that. He addressed that. He said, "I am not dead. I don't care what you say." I already gonna hit my butt. How you gonna say I don't care what you like? We can see you not dead right now. No, I am not dead. <laughs> like clearly, nigga, you're here. <laughs> so that led me to a, another thing with this money in the bank match. It's going to be in the corporate offices, right? And they're gonna have the briefcases on top of the offices, right? So I was like, two things I feel like is guaranteed with Vince. One, you gotta fuck up Vince's office because you're gonna be in the corporate headquarters. And two, Vince gotta throw somebody off the damn building. What? <laughs> you right though. It's like someone's gonna fall exactly. off the building. Some, so I was like, well, I got a scenario because we was talking. So I was like, I, I named all those things. I was like, uh, so I was talking in the group earlier with uh, a couple other guys, Bonzi, Triple T, and uh, the mayor. And I was like, okay, so I got a scenario. I was like, okay, boom, here we go. Uh, have all the women jump Nia Jax, right? Because the women, you know, they, she the bigger one. I see Nia Jax doing this bump. Have all the women jump Nia Jax and kick her out the window, right? And then they all staring <laughs> down at her and shit. Each of them looking at each other like, right, it's right. So they looking at each other in disbelief like, damn, we really kicked her out the window because somebody got to like, Even if it's not the top floor, somebody got to fall off this damn building. So then they looking back at each other, and then the camera panned down to like Nia Jackson. She all smackdown posed in the middle of the uh, uh, concrete and shit like that, right? And then everybody looked back at each other like, damn, we still in the middle of a match. They keep fighting. Yeah, I know. It's kind of like heartless and shit. But, um, and then closer towards the top of the building, I was like, this office got to get fucked up. Somebody got to get thrown off. So where they got somebody thrown off? Have Nia Jax, I'm assuming Vince office got a view? Bust through the wall like the nemesis off of Resident Evil and shit. So and fuck up dead. all the girls because she ain't dead because AJ Styles ain't died when he got married. Huh? Uh, but it's the You're same still. match, fam. I, I would be here for you. all was, of that shit, though. I was so entertained until you got to Nia Jax coming back through the wall. She got to come back to life. <laughs> she the <laughs> too late, man. Hey, the nemesis of Resident <laughs> Evil, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like the cool and I was like, she gotta fuck up the whole office, and it just so oh, happened to be Vince. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. So, duh, I was like, I'll be here. I would, I would love to see all of that shit in the middle of the match. I, like, I would be here for that whole spot. Like I said, I was, I was with you until the Kool Aid Man spot. You tripping, bro? Like you were selling me. Like I was like, man, I'm really. You know, Vince, though, he got to make it wild and crazy, bro. This is gonna be a fun match. I think both matches should be should be interesting. I don't know if they're going to do them together, like both men and women are racing to the top, or they're going to have two different races. If oh. they do two different races, then if stuff is destroyed in the way, it better be destroyed during that second match. Right. Also, their redone. corporate office is right. I would love to work in that damn building. You want to live in Connecticut? No, they were showing the building. I'm asking. No, I said I want to work in that building. I don't want to work in Connecticut. Well, that, 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 listen, I hear what y'all trying to do. I hear what y'all trying to say. I don't give a damn. I don't want to work in that building. Re- replicate it and put it here. I don't give a damn. That building, that office structure is absolutely gorgeous. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's a nice office building. I hear you, fam. I hear you. But speaking of wrestling, Jimmy Uso expected to miss six to nine months with a knee injury that he suffered during a triple threat match at uh, WrestleMania. That was a ladder Uso's match. Owls, bro. I'm never letting that name go. Man. <laughs> He and fine, so get off his face, man. And they can call him the Oos Owls because the niggas always I, hurt. And they, <laughs> they will forever be the Oos They be hard <laughs> Okay, that, oh, that I can't defend. They do be drinking they, and driving. That's unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> they reckless as well. <laughs> and the it's only one of them. On the road, fam. One of them hurt and one of them drink. 
Sometimes <laughs> like, damn, dog. That's sad business, folks. The NFL is going to be releasing the 2020 regular season schedule uh, this week, Thursday, May 7th at 7 p.m. Central Time. And uh, the schedule ain't going to have no international games because y'all know what's going on outside. Marshawn Lynch and the Seattle Seahawks are apparently discussing the new contract that will reunite him with the team for the upcoming 21 or 20. 2020-21 season. That's what I mean. I got it. That's it's a lot of 20s in it, bro. Man. <laughs> that's good. Hey, I'm look, Seattle, that's what you want to do? One, I love Marshawn Lynch, so as long as he can yeah. get the, the, the bag, I'm here for it. He two, two, he's old. I'm not too scared of Marshawn Lynch like as an opposing player anymore. So like, it's a win-win for me. So, you have like, a career game <laughs> against the Packers this Man, they better not, fam. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they signed Andy Dalton to a one-year, $3 million deal. So he the new backup in Dallas. They said it had nothing to do with Dak, but you pay Andy and not Dak. You pay... Never mind. I'm too woke out here. I ain't even gonna go there. You too woke, fam? I'm too woke, bro. Too How the white man deep. get paid before the black man? What are we doing here, Jerry? Call him hey, to the front. <laughs> Jerry ain't had being, nothing to do with Dak, though. Jerry right. being Jerry. Ain't like Dak legends in the playoffs. Well, they didn't last year. Not last some, year, but the year before. Hey, it's some Cowboy fans that don't want to give Dak the money. Woo. I wonder why. They don't think he's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I hear you. No, I'm like I'm. I'm not saying like I talk to like black cowboy fans. Like they do not want Dak back. Like they're like he's not worth. worth. I don't want to pay him as much money as he wants. Like if he wanted a lesser amount, then sure, resign Dak. But the number that he's asking for is unreasonable. Not from racist cowboys fans, but just from general <laughs> cowboy fans. Like some people literally think that Dak is just okay, overrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black people can be racist too. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this situation. This is a football talk. <laughs> that's a football. That's a football. But yeah, Jerry, Jerry doing what he gonna do and protecting his assets. I don't know. Mm. Andy Dalton's the the horse you would want to hit yourself to, but I mean, Andy wasn't. Uh, he was bad last year, but I mean, uh, it's, he it's wasn't. Not... He's a winning. He was a winning quarterback. He took him to the playoffs a couple times. Like mm. it wasn't like he had a terrible uh, career over in Cincy. But they've had a bad all-around team. But when they had a decent team, when uh, Tyler Eifert was healthy, he was getting his mm-hmm. shit off when Eifert was healthy. And then uh, Green was still healthy at the time. And uh, Yeah, they had uh, a Samson. It was a low risk, though. Yeah, know? it's a very they low risk, risk move. Yeah, so it really, didn't, cheap. really don't matter, so. Oh, so Giovanni Bernard was still uh, <laughs> getting his shit off? He's still naming bangles. Exactly, naming people with But yeah, I agree with you, Ken. <laughs> I was like, I get it. Yeah. Hey, it's where it's weird, shoot. like, Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston are backups. Yeah. Yeah, and Man. Cam said he's not, he not signing as a backup. Well, word of the street is Cam said he's not starting. He's not signing a contract to be a backup. And that Trippy Mitchie might be out of a job because of Nick Foles. Nick, the word of the street, Nick Foles might be already, you know, penciled in as a starter. I've been saying that. He did. <laughs> we didn't bring Nick Foles in to sit on the bench, bro. We brought him in to win games, <laughs> We didn't get him to sit on the bench, bro. Mm, and to push Trippy Mitchie. Yeah. What a waste of a draft pick. And y'all trade it up again. I hope we're not saying this about. A bunch of. I hope we're not saying this about Jordan Love. In like oh, yeah. five years. Yeah, that was a, a complete waste. Yeah, but the difference is. 
Mitch was the second overall pick, and they passed on Deshaun Watson and uh, Patrick Mahomes. Very true. Whereas Jordan Love was like the 25th pick in the first round, and they ain't passed on anybody. So, well, they ain't passed on any other quarterbacks. Hurts. Yeah. I mean, I would have probably went Love over Hurts. Like, if I had to pick a quarterback at that point, but you know how I feel about that pick. I'm not talking about them no more. <laughs> Oh, did y'all see, before we get into, like, the rest of the end of the show, did y'all see Aaron Rodgers finally made an Instagram post where he was just on a mountain talking about chill? Like, like it just said, like, chill out. No, much. but that's dramatic as fuck. What did he say? You know he was going to be emotional about Don't it. Don't to the mountaintops <laughs> to think this shit. Right, like, you supposed to be your ass in the house and you decided to take a trip to the top of a mountain. Hey, he, doing, he probably bought that mountain, man. He's social distancing, fam. That's a bit extreme, ain't it? He like, why y'all do this to me? He's an emo- he's an emotional man. All right, what he <laughs> what he moving mountains for? I used to fuck with that album actually. It was a decent album. Anywho, we're laying blow the whistle this week. Nope. Nope. We missed no some man. some um, non non angry folks because we kind of get them out during the show because a couple times that I got some shit off, I was like maybe I could have blew the whistle on their ass, but I didn't. You got to call it beforehand, brother. I think about it. We're going to the Tech Top 5 then. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Tech Top 5. <laughs> Last week's Tech Top 5 was best NBA players who didn't play college ball. Eric won that poll, I believe. Last I looked, you were leading pretty, pretty handedly. So congrats, sir. Thank you. Finally back in the winner's circle. It's been too long. <laughs> <laughs> this, this week we keeping it in the basketball room we're gonna go with favorite NBA players of our lifetime so we can't be talking about like Oscar Robinson and Bill Russell because we didn't see them play like that we didn't see them play so of your lifetime 87 you said what so we guys the one from 87 yep y'all are I'm going well I mean I, yeah, I ain't yeah I'm going from players I can remember watching on like TV Gotcha. That's what I'm going on. Like my favorite players growing up, but just favorite players of your lifetime. So who? Which, which order are we going in? We going? We going tech order? We going reverse tech order? You know, so it's both. Then, both of yeah. the ends are both of the ends are quiet. <laughs> we can do regular tech order. Oh, it don't matter. Tim's been the one that's been calling it off. Oh, first. Let's go. Tim uh, Fohawk is uh, leaning. <laughs> like. Let me see your bounce right and left and left. Kind of look like Rocco Dash. Rocco Dash. Yeah. Now that's a big, that's a big I ain't heard from in a minute. <laughs> um, damn, I almost said right there. <laughs> now your car talking. Girl, the way you're you moving got oh, me in the track. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's no Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Song. Yeah, that's why. Hey, Rocco was on there, too. Russell, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Anyways, Ken, your your top five players of your lifetime. I already know Kobe's oh. probably number one. I'm here, so I can I can use Magic Johnson or no? Did you watch Magic Clay? Do you remember watching Magic Clay, fam? Dude was like three years old watching, you Magic. Was watching three, Magic. I didn't. Well, I guess not. Okay, let's go. Um, at number five, I got D Wade. Um, number two, I got KG. What? Went from five to two, fam. Oh, my bad. And number four. <laughs> I'll start it. And number five, I got Period D-Wade. in the... <laughs> number four. Um, all right, D-Wade, number five. Number four, KG. Um, number three, D-Rose. Um, number two, LeBron. Number one, Kobe. Oh, 
Oh, LeBron the fave. Okay, I see how I see how the tables have turned. <laughs> I see how the tables have turned. Okay, for me, number five, I got Jason Kidd. Big Jason Kidd fan of the way he played. He kind of soured me, like watching him coach the Bucks. But like on court, <laughs> that man was cold. Like those Nets teams were some of my like favorite teams to watch. I just thought he was so fun. Uh, number four, I got my boy D Wade. Number three, I got Steve Nash. <laughs> Love Steve Nash. Love Steve Nash. Number two, I got Michael Jordan. And then number one, I got Giannis. Giannis is my favorite player of my lifetime. It has been a joy watching him <laughs> and just watching him grow. Yeah, like it's it's yeah, that's my favorite player. Eric. And there you have it. All right, all right. I can go now. Um, at five, I'm gonna go with Rajon Rondo. Mm, that's tough, Boston. Man. Like before he tore his ACL. Yeah, he was bad. Yeah, he, that, yeah, he was cold. Yeah, he was cold when he was young. That's what I'm saying. Four. So I, I was reminded. I don't know how I forgot, but I used to be a huge Kobe fan. So Kobe's four. Like I had posters of him in my. Like in my room. How'd you get reminded? You ain't pictures from when I was like, damn, I did have Kobe. Damn, I did have plenty Kobe shoes. Damn, I did have a couple Kobe jerseys. You ain't wrong at all, son. I was Y'all, you and Ken would have been friends, man. You ain't wrong at all. Three, I'm going with young Dwayne Wade. Two, I'm going to go with young Giannis Adetokounmpo. And number one, I've been saying this pretty much as long as we've been doing this show and since before that, but I didn't have a platform then. My all time <laughs> favorite NBA player was BJ Armstrong. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> That's with BJ. <laughs> For sure. We haven't got enough of him in the last dance, but you know. That is true. <laughs> um Okay, so for me, uh number five, I'm gonna go with Ray Allen. Like that. Um, number four, I'm going to go with young LeBron. I actually, like, when he first came in the league, I didn't care. Like, his rookie year, I thought Carmelo should have run one rookie of the year, their rookie year. But after that, I was like, he separated between the two, especially their sophomore season. I was an actual LeBron fan when I was younger. Oh, well, he was younger. Um, number three, I got Chris Paul. That was He's your actually, guy. Uh, I still like. I've always loved the way he played, even when he was in, uh, well, New Orleans. But and then he was over in the Clippers, and they was hooping over there and shit. Like I've always just enjoyed his game and the way he was like, it's like a real floor general and shit like that. Now any night that he he could he could literally drop like thirty whenever he wanted to, but for the most part, he rather get set his other guys up and shit like that. Like he only did it when he needed to for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, number two. I got Mr. O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq D. That motherfucker was a monster, dog. Yeah, he, he truly was. was. And number one, I got Jordan. I like that. Like that. It's been some cold <laughs> players in our lifetime. Actually, Shaq was part, part, a big part of the reason why, like, Kobe became my, one of my favorites. I was just like, mm-hmm. you like the diesel. Like when they broke up, like, I, everybody had to pick a side. And I was like. <laughs> <"I'm> <laughs> 
All right. Well, that's, the, that's the show. Today. <laughs> we hope y'all enjoyed it. We hope y'all staying safe, staying sane. Man, which one? He, yeah. Somebody turn the dryer on. <laughs> <laughs> I told you every week he takes a long walk around the block, dog. Y'all think I'd be lying, dog. I had to bust <laughs> 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 This come on, let's go before we get incriminated with this nigga. He popping the trunk for real. This nigga don't just be saying that. No, uh, that's the show. We hope y'all enjoyed it. If you were new here, we hope y'all enjoyed it. We hope y'all come back. If you check in and out, dipple dabble with us, you a fan, we appreciate you. We hope you come back more regularly. If you tech file fam, we definitely appreciate y'all checking in with us week in and week out, especially during quarantine. So thank y'all. Can't wait to talk to y'all again next week. If you uh, want to follow me on Wait a minute. Week. Oh shit. I'm too I gotta wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on social media. You can catch me. Wait a minute. On the Twitter, Instagram, and PSN at Camille Monet, which is C A M I L L E M O N A E, because your mom is fancy. All right, get away, driver. What, right, nigga? Slow down. <laughs> Shut up, man. Slow down. Yeah. Slow down. I'm baseline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just realized we forgot to mention that we have a special drop. Uh, for our third anniversary. So, if you want to purchase one of our t-shirts, the mm-hmm. uh, link is in our bi- the bio of our Instagram, um, and we will be tweeting it out and putting it on our Facebook periodically. Um, yeah, it's a. I think it's a pretty cool shirt. Yeah. So, uh, and it's only available now through uh, May nineteenth. Nineteenth. That's the last day you can order the shirt, y'all. Yeah. So it's uh to celebrate our three year anniversary, which is coming up. Um, twenty, roughly twenty five dollars. Um, a little bit plus tax. Um, but yeah. So if you're interested, get your order in before the nineteenth. For sure. And one fifty three year anniversary of the show. So make sure y'all mark that episode down. That's gonna be special. That's good. That's That's a nice even number. Nice, nice, nice even number right there. Okay, I fuck with. Mm-hmm. Plan things out. Uh, at Bucks Burner on Twitter. That's all you get. Goddamn right. Um, everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. Okay, here's 216 on Snitter. Oh, I said Snitter. Oh, Snitter. Uh, Ooh, Ooh, what you on, man? <laughs> you going to drop your OnlyFans next? Everyday underscore <laughs> getaway driver, man. Everyday, they ready for that, B. I'm trying to get on this <laughs> And it's your boy. We should uh, do the. <laughs> it ain't my turn yet. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say we should uh, do the the three year anniversary on OnlyFans. Fuck it. Hey, I got one percent left. It's your boy T I M K I N Z, the number three, aka Ask Catchem, aka Mister Give It To Me. We'll see y'all next week. Dilly dilly, I'm bringing that bitch back. Oh shoot! All right, you just got lazy. You want to think of no new phrases? I know what's going on. I don't know what you're talking about, boss. <laughs> Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.